listening to Say It Southern, aspiring to live not just as moms, but as modern Southern women, we began this project to hear from those who inspire us and recognize those who are achieving their own personal goals. Listen in as we celebrate the South and those who say it Southern. When Susan Vandergriff was a new bird watcher, she couldn't find a bird scene company that could meet all of her needs. So what did she do? Well, she quit her job and decided to create it herself. Y'all know how much we love stories like this. So we are excited to share her story and can't wait for you to hear all about Happy Bird Watcher. So please join us now as we say it Southern with Susan Vandergriff. Susan, we are so excited to have you on today and hear all about Happy Bird Watcher. I'm a happy bird watcher. I, are you? I am, but I wish I knew more. Well, that's that's why we have Susan what on a today. Great segue, Sarah. You just really teed that up, didn't you? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I can help you all with that. We can talk birds all day long. So oh, good. happy to do that. <laughs> good. Good morning. Okay, so you're in Chattanooga, right outside of Chattanooga in Dunlap, Tennessee. I bet there that's are plenty right. of birds over there in East mm-hmm. Tennessee. Mm-hmm. There are, you know, and I'm in the valley and of course we're surrounded by mountains and it's amazing how just some of the birds, I have a lot of customers that live up on the mountain and their birds are a little bit different than some of the ones that we get sometimes here in the valley. So um, we have a wide variety of, Mm -hmm. of birds around. I feel like that there's a gospel song in there somewhere about birds in the valley. (laughs) Are you friend on the mountain? That's all on your brother. I know. Uh, well, they don't really sing gospel, but um, Susan, okay, I got to be honest with you. This whole bird fascination, I mean, if you'd have told me at 25 that I'd be fired up about birds at 43, I don't know that I would have believed you. But this has kind of come on for me, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, and just appreciating nature more and being, I, I love a bird. I do too. Susan, when did you fall in love with birds? Yes. Yeah. So actually, I'm still relatively a new bird watcher myself. So I did not discover birds until 2019. So I, you know, until that time, of course, the the same birds have been around. Uh, When my when my son was little, he's 24 now, but when he was little, um, he was really into chickens, and we had chickens, kind of like in our our little backyard farm. But I never really noticed the birds that much until 2019. And I was sitting out on my porch one morning and I was going through, it was a really just rough season in my life. I had a bunch of stuff going on and um, some family stuff. Kids weren't in a good place. And, you know, as a mom, when your kids aren't doing well, you know, you're not doing well. Mm -hmm. And it was a really stressful time. And I had heard about on this podcast about an anxiety reducing exercise that you could do where it was sort of to ground yourself, to sit really quietly and look around and name five things you can see and four things you can hear and then three things you can touch and two things you can smell and something you can taste. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to give this a try. And I was sitting out on my porch. It was a July, kind of hadn't got hot yet. It's kind of cool. And I started looking around and seeing things. And when I started listening for, okay, what's four things that I hear? I heard a bird sing. And I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. And then I heard another bird sing. And then I heard a different bird sing. And I'm like, this is like three different birds because they're all singing different tunes. And I wonder what 
what these birds are. So there has to be an app for that. And I completely forgot about you know, naming the rest of the things in the exercise. And I got out my phone and I started searching and I immediately found an app and I downloaded it to my phone and I hit like the listen button. And immediately it told me that one of the birds that I was hearing was a white eyed vireo. And I'm like, I didn't even know if I was pronouncing it right. I'm like, what in the world is that bird? I've never heard of that. And that did it for me. From that moment on, I was out on my porch two and three times a day. I'm listening for birds. I'm identifying them. Then I got to where I could identify them without the app. And I became a total bird nerd and obsessed <laughs> with, with birds. I mean, just like that. And it wasn't until, you know, I just stopped for a moment and started listening to what was around me. And it, it was funny. My after that, everyone knew I was into birds because that's all I wanted to talk about. And my daughter got me a bird feeder for Christmas. And then my husband bought me a pair of binoculars. And I was totally just really fascinated with birds, which then led me to, I had never had a bird feeder uh, before then. And that led me to really getting into bird feeding as a hobby. Well, my goodness, little bird nerd. <laughs> That's my new favorite hashtag, bird nerd. Uh-huh. So you're just sitting on your back porch listening to birds, but then why start a bird feed company? Yeah, so I got that bird feeder and I'm like, okay, I hung it up and I went to the store to buy the seed to go in the bird feeder. And immediately I like walked in and I was at Walmart and I look around and I just... It felt yucky to me. I, first of all, I'm confused. I have no, there is like a whole wall of bird seed and I have yes. no idea where to start. It's like, it, you know, I'm reading the packaging and it's like, oh, if you want this bird and this bird and this bird. Well, I, at this point, I didn't even know like what some of those birds were other than like cardinals and blue jays and, and that sort of thing. So one, it was overwhelming and I'm looking at it and I have all this, it's in plastic. And I had just finished reading about how one million birds die from plastic pollution every single year. And I'm like, I'm a, I'm a bird lover. I'm a nature lover. I'm really, you know, conscious about the environment and, you know, reducing my plastic usage. Why is a product that should be for birds and nature being sold in this like yucky, ugly plastic? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, I was kind of put off by that, but still I needed some seed. I bought some seed. I took it home. I filled my feeder and waited. And not much happened. I I mean, a few birds came, but mostly they were just kicking the seed out on the ground. And I kid you not, I actually had not only weeds, but there were like corn stalks growing up underneath my feeder. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what is this? So I started doing my research again, getting all nerdy into my birds and my bird feed. And I do my research and I started learning about how corn and milo, those little red seeds that you find in bird seed, songbirds don't even like corn and milo. They're just cheap filler seeds that a lot of bird seed companies put in their mixes. So I'm like, I got to do better than this. So I started researching and learning about what birds were in my area and what seeds they like to eat and started really blending my own. So I would go and I would buy single seeds of Pulled sunflower and black hole sunflower, and I was making my own mixes. And my husband, he's a data scientist, and he's getting into birds along with me. And he's like, you know, you could do this on a larger scale. 
And I'm like, yeah, you know, I think I could. And that's what really led me to create Happy Bird Watcher, which it, it's the company I was looking for and I couldn't find. So not only a company that had premium seeds that was packaged in eco-friendly packaging, but I'm a huge subscription service, you know, purchaser. And I really wanted the convenience of, for me, yeah, we have a local Walmart, but a specialty wild bird store was like in Chattanooga. And that was 45 minutes away from me. So why do I want to drive and lug home these big bags of seed? I just want it to show up at my door. And I really look for companies that have a a giving back component, a, a charitable mission. So I'm like, well, I'm going to do it. And I'm gonna, if I'm going to create a company, it's going to be everything I want. It's going to be premium. It's going to be eco-friendly. It's going to give back to charity. And again, I want to learn about my birds. So with each one of our happy seed boxes, it's not just a bag of bird seed. We include a personalized letter that tells you, Sarah, here are the top 10 birds that you're going to see in your backyard this month. And here's some fun facts about those birds. So it really is personalized, customized for your individual zip code. And we customize all of our bird seed blends for the birds that you want to see, what type of feeders you have. So it truly is bespoke bird seed. So, and it's seasonal too, right? Yes, absolutely. So every time someone places an order, we look at our bird sighting data and we look and see what birds you're going to have in your area based on historical bird sighting data that particular month. And then we tailor and adjust our blends accordingly to bring in those birds. Because look at that's you, Susan. Look at you. <laughs> so I have a dumb bird question then. Like okay. All in right. my yard, all I, I see cardinals. I see mm-hmm. the blue jays. I see the kind of the same birds. So you're mm-hmm. telling me that there's other birds that I'm missing that are kind of coming in seasonally? Oh, yeah. Like, like right now in our area, the, my favorite migratory bird that you can see right now in April and May in our area are indigo buntings. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen an indigo bunting? I, I do not know. <laughs> I do not know if I have. <laughs> well, you would know if you saw it because it's this brilliant blue migratory bird um, that comes up. They arrive in April each year. They're here for the summer and then they fly back down to Central and South America and they're Gorgeous. We actually have a special finch and bunting blend that they love. Um, a lot of times they flock with goldfinches. So you can bring in those yellow goldfinches. Yellow finches are my favorite. Mm-hmm. And the blue indigo buntings. We have rose-breasted grosbeaks are another migratory bird that usually arrive around May. They're these black and white birds that have this beautiful rose-colored triangle on their chest. Mm-hmm. And we can create seed blends that particularly for those birds. Okay. Do you know who hijacks the bird seed? Other than the squirrels? Squirrels. (laughs) The squirrels. Yes. So we What are we we doing about the squirrels, Susan? Well, we have a hot pepper blend that sells out. (laughs) Every time I get it in stock, it seems to sell out. Um, It's coated in cayenne pepper. And this it does detract most squirrels. So the capsaicin that's found in cayenne pepper, mammals, humans, and squirrels, we can feel that heat when we when we taste that capsaicin, but birds can't. 
So if you put out a hot pepper plan, the birds will eat it. But if the squirrels get a taste of it, you know, they'll fire in the hole. They'll take fire off. in the hole. Yeah, fire in the hole. House. Fire in the hole. You know me. I can't even it, drink a jalapeno drink. I just, I mean, it's like I'm at the ER. It's, I can't do it. Hope your squirrels yeah. are the same way. I do. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Because, I mean, we, you know, my husband's plan is just the stronger BB and the BB gun. He's like, it doesn't hurt them. It just stuns them. Yeah. 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 My husband likes to scare them. Yeah. He'll, he'll like, you know, want to like open the door, the back door really quick and like, ah, like scare them. And I'm like, they just come back. (laughs) So So when you started this, I mean, it was 2019 is when you fell in love with birds. So this company has not been around very long. When did this start? In 2021. So in 2019, I got really into birds. At the time, I was the executive director for a women's empowerment nonprofit in Chattanooga. And I love my job. I had, I'd been there a while. Um, I thought maybe I wanted to do something new and different. And this, this came along and it just felt like the right time. So um, I had the idea for the business in December of 2020. And in January, I turned in my notice. And two months later, I was unemployed, working full-time on launching a birdseed business. And July 16th of 2021 is when our website went live. Oh, so it was I love it. I love it. I yeah. love that you just, you know, said, you know what? I'm going to just about face in the middle of my life and in the middle of, you know, and that you had the courage to do that. What What gave you that? I don't know, confidence to just start something new other than COVID. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. COVID changed a a lot of things for a lot of people. Um, Well, I've done a few different things in my life. I was in a banker for 17 years. Um, That was kind of like my first real career. And then I pivoted and went back to school, got a master's and went into the nonprofit field. And I did that for about, you know, six seven years. So I've kind of had very definitive career things. And for me, it was just time to do something new. But I supported my husband like 100% without his kind of like cheering me on and we can do this. Don't worry. Quit your job. If you're going to do it, you got to go all in. Um, has really just been amazing having that support. Wow. Did you feel pretty confident at the time that people would be buying birdseed? I mean, it just seems like such a unique, you know, trait. Yeah. Um, Once I dug in, again, very nerdy here, I started digging in and doing the research. And when I learned that, you know, 50 million plus people in the U.S. feed wild birds. So half of all homes in America have a bird feeder. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a $4 billion industry. It is huge. People spend money on birdseed. And it's a consumable product. When you buy bird seed, you got to buy, you know, mm-hmm. once you start feeding birds, you don't quit. Right. It is because um, people just love it. And, you know, it's that happiness aspect. You know, at that time, not only did I see for myself when I was watching birds and I, I started really getting into this, I noticed my anxiety had lessened. I was feeling more peace. I started feeling happier. And again, I started seeing all these articles pop up that really said the same thing. Bird watching brings happiness. And there have been multiple studies, I mean, dozens of studies that show that. 
there was one study particularly fascinating that they looked at like 26,000 people in 20 plus countries around the world. And the people that had a wider variety of birds in their home surroundings, they, they measured the happiness and they actually found that just having a 10% increase in the variety of birds around your house gives you the same feel good feeling as getting a 10% raise. Wow. So it's really measurable as far as the, you know, how birds can make you happy, calmer, less depressed, less anxious. Gosh, I really trust you. I feel like you've definitely done your research on all this. <laughs> I mean, genius. This oh, yeah. is genius. Can, can I ask this? I mean, how have you been profitable? Has it been worth it? Oh, yes. So, of course, you know, you started a new <laughs> business that, you know, first day, it, you know, like, hey, you know, come on, sales. Let, let's let's come in. Um, we started slow. Um, 2021 was okay. 2022 started really strong, but we were featured in the Washington Post holiday gift guide in uh-huh. December. And that was really business changing for us. You know, we went from literally having one day of sales after that uh, gift guide went live that beat our previous month's sales in one day. Wow. Yeah. And we're still seeing um, a lot of the after effects from that, yeah. which was just super exciting um, to kind of get that that nod of approval from a from major national publication. Yeah. And, and what's crazy to me is at this point you're shipping all over. I mean, Washington Post gets a hold of your information. You better be ready to ship to <laughs> Seattle, to yeah. In New Hampshire, I mean, you're going coast to coast. That's a lot of bird research. Yeah, we've got uh, customers we have shipped to all 48 states. And we don't yet ship to Alaska and Hawaii just because of the shipping costs. But um, we had multiple requests for Hawaii. So um, we're thinking of adding. Uh, we'll have to do some research about ho- Hawaiian birds. Uh-huh. But uh, we're thinking about adding uh, Alaska and Hawaii as well. Ooh. So yeah. I, mean, I, I think you need to go over for some market research. You need to go sit on a porch in Hawaii and get your app out. We'll come with you. Yeah. I mean. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're happy to sit on a porch in Hawaii. Yes. And watch birds. Or anywhere. Absolutely. Anywhere. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, my husband and I, it, since we discovered birds, it's like all of our vacations are now like birding centered. You know, wherever we go, we... You know, we got it. We're looking at the birding hotspots where, um, you know, we're planning our, our vacations just around uh, rare birds that we can see. Oh, that's right. Okay. So if you're a bird watcher, are you called a birder? Are you called, is it called in the hobbies called birding? Well, that's where, and I, I really debated this even when naming uh, my, my company. To me, I feel like I'm a bird watcher and a birder. To me, and of course, you ask 10 people, you'll probably get 10 different answers. But to me, a birder is, yes, someone who is planning their vacations around bird watching. You know, they have binoculars in the car like I do. They have a birding spotting scope. I got that one year for Christmas. You know, you're really going to, I keep a list of all the birds that I've seen. And, and I have a, you know, a, a birding journal. And then you have your bird watchers. And to me, I think that's who my customers are. They're the bird feeding hobbyists. They're bird watchers. They 
love looking out their window and drinking their coffee and seeing those cardinals and bluebirds. And that just really makes them feel good. But they're not going to plan a vacation on around birds. Yeah. So I, I, I do think there's a difference. Um, I think I'm more, well, I'm a lot of both. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you a burger. <laughs> it does make me yeah. happy though in the spring. I always love the spring mornings. You can, the sun start, you know, the time change and then your birds start waking you up. And I'm just like, ah, <laughs> you know, it just, I mean, it just feels so good. It is. It's a whole different lease on life. I don't scream at my kids as much. You know, I mean, it, I don't know. It is. It's, it is euphoric almost. Yeah. It's so funny, you know, I'm totally into my, my bird uh, research and information that's out there. And just yesterday, I saw this article and it was talking about how if you have lots of birds around your house, you have a bird feeder and lots of birds and you're trying to sell your home, that there was a study done in Texas a few years ago and they looked, they compared homes that had a lot of birds and bird feeders and comparable homes had the same number of like, you know, bedrooms and amenities and so forth, but didn't have bird feeders and a lot of birds and the houses with birds sold for like on average $30,000 more than the homes that did. Not. I, I know I was shocked. I'm like another reason need to go buy a bird feeder and fill it with some good seed and have birds come visit you because it does, it gives you such just, you know, nature does generally, but yes, peaceful, lovely feeling. And it makes people happy. Mm -hmm. Do birds discriminate due to feeders? That's, I was going to ask that. Like what kind of feeder do we need? Okay. So at Happy Bird Watcher, we do tailor mixes for different types of feeders and the greater the number of feeders and the different types of feeders you have, you're going to get more birds because, for example, if you've got, you know, if you want to see blue jays, for example, big, bulky blue jays are going to have a hard time coming to a small tube feeder with little perches. If you want to see goldfinches, having one of those skinny, tall tube feeders that have lots of different ports and little uh, perches, that's going to be the best feeder for your goldfinches and your indigo buntings. Cardinals like more of the hopper type feeders, you know, that you feel at the top and then it comes down and has little holes for the seed. Um, Cardinals really prefer those types of feeders. Ground feeders, if you like sparrows and morning doves, then a ground feeder is really good. Or eastern towhees, they're one of my favorite. They're little brown and black sparrows that we have in this area and they have the sweetest sound. It sounds like drink your tea, drink your tea. And um, they're my favorite and they love eating from their ground feeding birds. So if you had a ground feeder and a tube feeder and a hopper feeder, you're going to get, and then of course a hummingbird feeder, the hummingbirds uh-huh. will eat seeds, but you got to have that nectar feeder. Then you're going to get the most variety of birds. If you just have three or four different types of feeders. Do you suggest kind of scattering them through your, throughout your yard? Or do you think, I mean, where do you put your bird feeders, I guess? Is it, does it matter how close they are to your house? Um, yes. So you don't want to, of course, bird strikes are a problem. And if you're going to have a bird feeder really close to your house, it needs to be like really close, like a window feeder, like less yeah. than 15 feet, feet away, or it needs to be 
more than say 20 feet away because anywhere kind of in that 15 to 20 feet range um birds come in too fast and sometimes they can you know yeah yeah we've had some have a few yeah yeah Yeah. um i have because squirrels and i have raccoons I, i live out in the country and i have raccoons that love to eat bird seed and especially suet um that i put like for the woodpeckers so I have most of my bird feeders on a pole and baffle system that has kind of that cone that keeps the the squirrels and raccoons from climbing up the pole and they can't get around the the triangular shaped baffle and get to the feeders. So I have that system where I have three different feeders hanging on one pole and then I have a couple others scattered throughout my yard. Mm -hmm. Kind of what I feel like I need to do. I know. I love it. Okay. So... Your seed comes, you kind of, we, what do we do? Do we fill out a form? How does it, how does all that work? And then it comes in a little galvanized. I'm already thinking like, this is my mother's day for my mom. Yes. This is my grandmother's. This is everything. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So when you go to our website and you place an order, which we have um, three different choices of our happy seed boxes that have different um, amounts of seed depending on what you're looking for. And then we also have gift subscriptions. So you can buy either a three-month or a six-month gift subscription. So if you wanted your mom, for example, for Mother's Day to get a box every month for the next three months, you can do that. Shipping's included um, when you purchase that. We do a little handwritten gift card. So it really makes a nice nice gift. But you place your order, and then we're going to send you an order information email. And in that email, there's going to be a link to a customization form and you just click the link and you fill it out. And we're going to ask some questions either. If this is, is this a gift? Is it for you? Is it for someone else? We're going to get their information, Um, especially for gifts. You know, we have their name on the back of the bird seat. So it will say this, this is tailored exclusively for grandma Kate's birds in Nashville, Tennessee. So um, we do really personalize that. And then we do the rest. We box it up, um, eco-friendly like. If it's a gift subscription, we keep up with that and we ship it out monthly. And every box contains a different letter with information about their birds, what birds they can expect to see, tips for bird feeding. So it really is not just a bag of bird seed. It's an experience of opening up that box and learning more about your feathered friends each month. This is the cutest thing I've ever yeah. seen. And it's genius. You're so smart. Because once you start feeding your birds, you're right. You're going to, you're, you're, you're going to quit. Yeah. <laughs> you got to keep, got to keep boarding the scene. <laughs> yeah. And that's what, and we did do, you know, a lot of consumer research um, before launching the business. And that is one thing that we, that we found is people continue to feed birds. And even, and one reason that we really put a lot of energy and effort into those personalized letters is that even people who have been feeding birds for years, like expert bird feeding hobbyists, one of their main things when some consumer research was done is they want to learn more. They want to know more. Mm -hmm. And I love it when we get, you know, great reviews and great feedback. And I love when someone tells me, you know, someone writes and says, my mom's been feeding birds for years. And she says she learns something new every month when she gets your letter. And that just, that just makes us feel really good. Oh. Well, you came to us in your DMs and in our DMs and you told us about your relationship with Say It Southern and how you've been listening and 
how it kind of inspired you. Do you care to share a little bit of that with on our podcast today? Yeah, sure. So um, again, back when I was the executive director for a nonprofit um, here in Chattanooga, I um, our organization was was really successful, and we had won a an award. It was the Clarence B. Jones Impact Award, which Clarence B. Jones was actually a speechwriter for Dr. Martin Luther King. So this award, it was kind of a big deal, and I was asked to be the keynote speaker at this. Um, you know, national conference. It was during COVID. So um, everything got moved to Zoom, which was a bummer. But um, I was able to give like a 30 minute talk over Zoom for a, a national and an international audience during this award ceremony. And um, it went great. And after the after the speech, the um, the organizer sent me the transcript of people who had been listening to the speech that I had given. And there was this whole like long thread of people just talking about my voice and my accent. And I got tickled and I'm like, really? (laughs) And it was like, oh, she's so calming to listen to. I love her Southern accent. I could listen to her all day. You know, and I'm kind of laughing thinking like, yeah, ask my kids if mom has a calming voice. And (laughs) I just thought it was funny. But then I thought like, this is weird. Like, have these people never heard? anyone from the South talk before, you know, have they never heard a smart Southern woman, you know, give a keynote speech. And I remember I was sitting on my couch and I'm like, you know what? There needs to be a podcast that just interviews Southern leaders and, and smart Southern women and business folks. And I thought, Oh, I've just come up with like the best idea ever. And I thought, well, there might already be one of those. So I Googled and I landed on you all like, right away. And I'm like, yes. And I started listening. And I remember listening to, um, I I binge listened, like episode after episode after episode. And I started hearing the stories about, you know, women entrepreneurs here in the South, and how they had started their companies and become successful. And I know, like, Southern Baked Pie, Caroline's Cakes. And I started, you know, and I just, um, I fell in love. And I think, that's really too what gave me the courage and confidence to, you know what, I can, I can do this. I can start a business. I can follow my passion and, and really do what I've been doing. You know, I've been in leadership for other people for a while. Why can't I do this for myself and grow something for me and for, for my family? Um, and also something that I really am passionate about. Just tell everybody, and let me, I know you never ask a woman her age, but how old were you when you started this company? Um, well, I will, I, I'm not afraid to tell my age. I will actually turn 50 this year in October. So just a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. it. Me too. I love it. Oh, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story with us. Oh, thank you. This well, tell us fun. how people can follow along and where they go to get the bird seed before we let you go. Yes. Happybirdwatcher.com is our website. You can learn all about us. You can place your orders there. Um, Instagram and Facebook, you can find us at Happy Bird Watcher Co. Um, we have lots of uh, fun bird facts and bird pictures and all kinds of neat stuff on there. So follow us on Instagram. Amazing, amazing. We love it. And so nice to, to meet you in person. And thank you for listening to us and yes. all the things. 
spread the yeah. word, spread the seed. No, I, lo- the- I love it. And I tell all my, my fellow uh, women entrepreneurs at our little groups and meetups that we have in Chattanooga, do y'all listen to Saint Southern? You really need to listen to Saint oh. Southern. So I love you guys. Good, Thanks. good. So glad we found you. All right. Well, we can't wait. I'm ordering. I mean, it's a done deal. I'm ordering. I love it so much. So yeah, now's the time. If you're thinking about Mother's Day um, or Father's Day, now is the time. Get those orders in because um, we do kind of have a capacity that we hit to get those first boxes out before before those big big holidays. I love words like capacity. Yes. You know, like that just is such a good, like that gives me urgency. Yeah. There's yes. a capacity. We're going to meet it. You need to That's do right. it. Like 911. Yep. Let's order the seed. Love yep. it. All right, Susan. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. All right. See bye. ya. Okay. Bye-bye. What was it that she called um, herself about the, like now that she's like interested in birds? She's a bird nerd. Bird nerd. I think we're becoming bird nerds. Certified. We've talked more about birds, you and I, like off off the podcast. I know. Since we've interviewed her. It was fascinating. Uh, can I tell our listeners what you did, what you've just shown me? Yes. Courtney has become a bird nerd. Yeah. She sits out on her front porch now and records with her phone the bird sounds. <laughs> And then finds them in the trees. Here's Zooms the in. Yeah. Like this is recurring. <laughs> I've done this one time, but I, I, I loved it. I do love birds. My grandmother loves birds. My mom loves birds. So it's kind of like a handed down kind of mm-hmm. thing. I put that in the same, you know, I com- I'm a compartmentalist thinker. So I put that in the same box as like my green thumb. Right. Like, I like to pull weeds. I like to plant plants. <laughs> There's a big plant sale today that I missed. Um, and I was very torn up about it. At the UT Extension Center. Um, Because Graham had the stomach virus. So I was very... (laughs) But that was the whole thing. So I needed to get out of the house yesterday, open all the doors, because the air... I mean, it just felt great outside. So I sat on my front porch, and then it was just like I was being serenaded by all these birds. And I was Mm -hmm. like, well, I need to record this. This is beautiful. It's beautiful. 95 years old, apparently. (laughs) But... I, I really enjoyed that podcast. I did, too. I did, too. I think she's genius, first of all. Yes. Um, the whole business idea behind this. Genius. But to back up on that, I had no idea, first of all, that so many birds could be in your backyard at a time. Like, I understand that birds migrate. Like, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that, like, in April, I'm going to have... Certain birds in Warblers. my yard. <laughs> Zippity-doos. Exactly. And then in, in October, it's going to be a whole new set of birds. Yeah. Like, living. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Living in my backyard. Yeah. Like, who knew? I just thought it was my, my, <laughs> just thought it was my cardinals and my, you know, whatever. That needs to be, that needs to be the slogan. The front of the t-shirt, bird nerds. <laughs> the back of the t-shirt, we're so much more than cardinals. <laughs> Because yes. it is. That's what you think about. You think of a blue jay, a crow, and a cardinal. Uh huh. Yeah. Don't put the bird in a box. No. And I do have a mother dove. A mother dove. Is it a mother dove? A morning dove. Morning dove. I was like, well, what is the mother dove? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But every morning, the dove, I can hear the, the dove. Oh. In the house. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Well, there's nothing I love more than to a little bird's nest that you can see and the eggs and then you, the hatching mm-hmm. and then, uh, but it is traumatic when the birds fall out. Well, I was going to say, I have a traumatic memory from my childhood. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the little 
way up the street. I can still see their house. I was in the garage and everything. And we they, we knew there was a bird's nest up there. We told the boys, you know, the neighbor, like, there's some birds up here. Yeah. And the boys came over. They got it. And one of them pulled the eggs out and dropped one of them. And, I mean, you know, crashed in front of a, the baby birds there, you know. And I can still see the whole thing in my head. Wait, with the birds hatched? We were crying. No, no, no. So you just... It was, like the, it was a, a it was about to be hatch. You yeah. know, it was ready. It was ready. Mm-hmm. So anyway, there's that little. <laughs> there's that memory <laughs> for you. That just took a turn. Uh, yeah. Just, All right. Back took, to bird seed. Back anchor. to bird seed. Back to the cardinals. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's just fascinating. It is. It is. I was very excited, and I think that our listeners are going to love this. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to buy that bird seed. I even told well, my mom about it. I've told so many people about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I also didn't realize that, I mean, I've seen like at Target, Walmart, wherever you buy your stuff, the different types of bird seed, the bags. Yeah. Well, who knew that? I mean, I thought it was kind of like a marketing, like cardinals get sunflower seeds. Yeah. And something else get back to the cardinals the finches get yeah this other mix of yeah. seed but really i was like oh that's just some marketing ploy to pay 15 dollars for this bag as opposed to 10.99 for this bag i'll just get the 10.99 bag but there's a difference do you think sarah's cup is half full or half empty that's what i want to know what you think keep going <laughs> marketing plot everyone does a marketing plot it was terrible I'm not paying fifteen dollars to feed the finches. <laughs> I'm not. I but know. if I knew it would really brought the finches in, I would. You might. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, it makes sense. Well, like, I have some old feeders <laughs> that I've resurrected, cleaned up in the last week. I'm mm-hmm. going to fill them up. But it makes sense, though. I mean, birds are living creatures. We're going to send it. We're going to feed them out of plastic bags. Yes. Yes. You know, it's something else I do in that vein. When I was little, I don't know if I watched this on Oprah or something, but someone told me, of course, we lived, you know, Pickwick Lake area, and mm-hmm. we were always concerned with the turtles, the ducks, the fish. That was just, we, that's what we grew up in conservation. And, you know, the Coke can, the plastic mm-hmm. things, do you cut the rings? I tear them. I do tear them apart. Every time, to this day, to this day, yeah. to this day Gatorade, I'm cutting them, mm-hmm. you know, I'm mm-hmm. cutting them. I'm thinking about... You know, are they going to get stuck? They're going to end up up in the ocean. Or in, in yeah. a duck's feet. Mm-hmm. You know, in a duck's feet. And then they're paralyzed. They can't swim. And then I think about the Valdez oil spill. Yeah. <laughs> and the dove said, I start really, I can really go <laughs> on. But it's the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. why should we feed the birds plastic? Yeah. It's what kills them. Yes. I didn't realize that either, how many birds were injured from plastic. We just have to take a responsible role, Sarah. We have to take a responsible role. I learned so much in in the world, in the atmosphere, in the environment. And so this, I loved it. Mm -hmm. Well, teachers, get ready because you're going to be getting some mercy. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect timing there as well. Yeah. I just think it's such a great gift, too. It's a great gift. For everybody. Mm-hmm. And you can do the subscription or the one-time thing. You know, I mean, if anybody's looking to get me something, my birthday is in June, so mm-hmm. I would love some bird seed. You know, give me some bird seed. Who knew we were these people? bird feeder. I need some new bird feeders. Yes. And I also have realized I hang the bird seed too close to the house, which yeah. might be Call part of birds. the problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like now I've been murdering birds as well. The bird oh. murderer. Oh, Lord. <laughs> So, I'm going to put some way out by the woods, some yeah. bird seeds. 
Oh, road feeders. Yeah. One pole, she said, that you can put lots of arms mm-hmm. on. I remember, though, I've got to say this. My neighbor, growing up, where I lived, she they were obsessed with Martins, like the birds, the Martins. And they had the gourd feeders up in the... And I was... And I just thought, these people... <laughs> here I am trying to get a neighborhood newsletter out. And, and organize a talent show. <laughs> Of all the neighborhood kids, you know, it's yeah. like, I'm like, and here they are messing with these birds. I mean, I just remember, and she loved it when it was Martin season, they invited us over to see the Martins and the whole thing. I mean, it was this thing. And I just remember thinking, they've lost their mind. They need a hobby. <laughs> they need something to do. Am I turning into her? Am I, am I, um, is this where mm-hmm. I'm headed? This is where you are. Courtney. Uh, you are there. You are there. Dane's going to be like, Malone. This is really dumb <laughs> that you're doing all this. That you're real passionate about this, but I don't know. It's just, yeah. I mean, I kind of get it now. So, what kind of bird cedar? I'm sorry, bird. Claudette, <laughs> that I thought that about you. <laughs> Claudette, I did, I did, I thought that, but I'm on the other side of it now. <laughs> you're out there, great appreciation for her Martins in and heaven. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I need to figure out like what types of birds go with what type. A feeder. Okay, she talked about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I so, need to get back in, like, a little more research into that. That may be a Wikipedia. Yeah, if for sure. Moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be a deep dive for me. Pour you a glass of uh-huh. my life and get on. Spend the next four hours looking at bird and yeah. feeders. And, <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, and two, I like that she's she can teach and help educate you on the birds that yes. you have in your area. Because that's the other thing. Like, do I need a finch bird feeder? Maybe not. Maybe I need something else, or or if they're in the area and you want to track them to their to your yard, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe you do. Maybe I do need that. I don't know. I know it's just a lot. It's a lot. I feel like we've opened Pandora's box. Yep. That no, you're now invested. I would like some binoculars as well, please. <laughs> <laughs> I need a vest. I need a hat. I'm be outside. Some binoculars, a recording device, a better camera, a journal. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes. Start planning my vacations oh, around this. Susan, what have you done to us? Done. Susan, what have you done to it's us? Pandora's box, I'm telling you. But anyway, genius. I love it. I'm hooked. It was a great episode. Great episode. We're all in. And everybody's getting some bird seed. Bird seed for everybody. Woo! Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.